What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live for August 6th, 2020. This is Season 5, Episode 27, Master oh. Episode Number 178. Wow. Wow. Every once in a while... Yeah, every once in a while I like to check in on the benchmark, but uh, I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, my co-host and friend, partner in crime, Ivan Lovegren. That guy over there, you know him, you love him. What's going on, Ivan? Uh, not too much, um, but hey, I'm curious on that episode count, uh, where where does uh, Hobby Palooza fit in? Did that, add, did that count or is that like 0.5 episodes or... Well, I think we could probably count it, so that would be like, I don't know. Yeah, I I just really keep track of the regular programs. I don't even even when we're at the national, all those hours, those never. That's like bonus that never gets tallied into things. So nice. This is just our regular Thursday night show. That's crazy. Well, Hobby Palooza it, was fun. It, it was great. Uh, I don't often extol myself, but man, what a great conversation great chat and it wasn't because of me or because of you it was because we had david real um the exec vice gosh i'm so bad with titles Um, vice president of sports and entertainment okay vice president of sports entertainment from gts distribution on talking about how the hobby works behind the scenes very informative so do go check that out on the hobby palooza website and youtube it's still up there you can watch it whenever wherever uh, but so huge thank you to Bench Clear Media and the team there, Pack Geek, uh, Ty at Breaker Culture, um, and everybody for inviting us on. That was a really cool thing. And yes. hey, it's been five days and the hobby is even more on fire. It's crazy, Rob. Yep. And it, it just doesn't stop. We've got a big show planned um, considering all that. Uh, lots of moving parts this week. Let's see. So we've got several stories to talk about and hobby happenings here in a little bit. Um, we've got a cool uh, behind-the-scenes video. Uh, we've got four box breaks, including two worldwide debuts with NASCAR uh, Racing uh, Chronicles from Panini and Gold Standard NFL Football. We've got um, a new story from our friends north of the border. A uh, couple stories north of the border, actually. Uh, new product releases for next week, and wow. uh, a little surprise interview that uh, we'll share a clip with you later in the program. But as always, we kick things off with our Go GTS Live Q of the Week poll. There was some much heated debate between a couple of people I follow on Twitter this week, and it immediately. Uh, gave me the answer to what the poll question was going to be this week. And so we want to know what you think. The question is, do you consider a card serial numbered to a player's jersey number a one of one? Do you consider a card serial numbered to a player's jersey number a one of one? Right now with over 200... 70 people voting 76.1% saying no Ivan what was your take so I gave you a little leeway because there was a few things actually that I saw slightly wrong with this well versus what the argument started off as Um, so full credit to at those back pages uh, Eric a good friend of the show 
uh, who was the one that pulled the card that and posted the card that, that spurred this. Um, if you look at Eric's original tweet, you will notice that he said, quote, one of one, end quote. Okay. So he didn't call it just a one of one. He did put the little quotes around it to sort of acknowledge it's a type of one of one. Okay. So I assumed that in my answer and I answered yes, because I 100% believe that a serial numbered card where the serial number is the jersey number of the player carries a premium. And I know that many at the top of the hobby agree with me. It's been in news articles about a Jordan that's 23 of whatever, you know, it's, it's pretty generally expected that it carries a premium. That wasn't the question because I totally agree with you on that point, but it doesn't make it a one of one. Would the poll question have been, does a card serial numbered to a player's jersey number carry a premium? Absolutely. I think the poll results would be 100% in favor. Yes. But is it a one of one? I say no. Because... It's a type. No. One of one is just that. It's serial numbered one of one. And 76.1% of the people on this poll agree with me. I get I get it. You know, I, I'm, I'm having some fun with you, Ivan, mm-hmm. in the sense that um, I understand why, okay, there's only one of those cards. You know, in the production run of mm-hmm. that parallel, there is only one of that. But the problem is, is there is so rarely just one parallel. So if you look at a rainbow, is every card to the player's jersey number a one-on-one? How can there be 20 one-of-ones in the same product of the same card? Well, they managed to put 20 one-of-ones of the same card, but with a slightly different pose into some products. <laughs> so first Touché. off, let's take that Touché. into account. You Touché. know, it's a... It's an X-Fractor one-of-one, it's a Y-Fractor one-of-one, and there's a Z-Fractor one-of-one. Um, but again, I think linguistics-wise, here's the thing. Linguistics-wise, I think that it is a nice common way for us to discuss it. Jersey number one-of-one, a type of one-of-one. One-of-one just meaning something that nothing else falls into. Technically, you could create a random serial numbered one-of-one. It's 113 out of 245. Um but based on your logic, any card in a parallel run, one to a hundred, would be a one of one. Possibly. Number seventy nine, one of one. There could be somebody out there that absolutely loves the number seventy nine, and so they collect every seventy nine <laughs> in every set, and that's their their one of one. Quite possibly, because you know um, the the main thing is I think that the first reason that most collectors are negatively opposed to it. And I'm sorry, I'm multitasking going through the Twitter responses because I love it. Oh, make sure that you go vote. You've still got an hour to vote at twitter.com slash go GTS live um, and retweet that poll as well uh, because we're going to be doing some giveaways later. So make sure you follow us. Um, but the, um, you know, basically there is something special about it. I think that the reason most people hate that term is because they know that it's used in eBay search to spam people that are looking for one of ones into seeing a card numbered to 100. 
that I'm not okay with. So that's why a random serial number is not a one of one for search purposes, definitely. But when it comes to linguistics, maybe it is one of one to you, and I can acknowledge that. Just don't carry your personal beliefs and biases onto an aggregated platform like eBay and spam my search results. How's that? Fair enough. Yeah, I think there's no question that the jersey number card carries a premium, but which we obviously both agree. Uh, but we're on different sides of whether it's a one of one. And you put the caveat type of one of one. I'm not sure I'm willing to go that far to say that we can do that. But apparently we can because people do. And uh, so, yeah, this was just to have some fun. Wow, that poll blew up 306 votes already. So, yeah, keep weighing in. Well, and there is a fun component to it, Rob, that uh, I know you you glossed over and only one person pointed out, though I saw someone else, I think, say it in chat, which is, why didn't you use Trout's jersey? <laughs> I know. <laughs> good and, good catch. Well, you, you go ahead. You explain why. <laughs> well, what's so cool is so the, the, the card that spawned this, again, if you don't follow those back pages, great collector, great YouTuber, someone you really want to follow and get to know in the hobby. Um, he posted that card. Well, the card was a Topps Chrome Update All-Star Game Mike Trout. And so if you recall, at the All-Star Game, in honor of his uh, late uh, colleague, late teammate, Tyler Skaggs, Trout wore the number 45 on his jersey. So for me, whether the word one of one matters or not, that's a really incredibly unique card because how many cards ever again will be produced that have Trout from that one game, that one different jersey? Absolutely. That would then have that serial number 45 on it. Um, that makes it even crazier. But for those of you that did notice, wait, Mike Trout's, seri- Mike Trout's jersey number is 27. Um, the card that started the conversation was a very unique card in that he wasn't wearing his actual traditional jersey number. So, Absolutely correct. Like Ivan said, you're going to want to be sure to weigh in on the poll um, so that you become eligible for our box break uh, giveaways tonight uh, and referencing to our Twitter timeline as Ivan will periodically post tweets as we're breaking that you'll want to be paying attention to to be eligible to win some of the hits from our boxes tonight did you tell them the boxes already i was a little i was catching up on the poll at the beginning yeah We've i kept got... i kept i i told them about the two worldwide debuts i'm saving the last one as a surprise and then yeah we told everybody last week we'd be taking a, a second look at cryptozoic outlander season four yeah. I did drop the ball on that. I was supposed to go do a pronunciation guide over the weekend. I'm sorry. I see our great Outlander fans already in the chat. Um, so bear with me on the butchering of names, but I'm excited to see so many of you back. So. Awesome. Well, let's take a uh, uh, shift gears and dive into a look at all the news notes and nuggets happening across the web in the hobby in this week's Hobby Happening. Well, PSA made several announcements this week in a letter sent to customers from company president Steve Sloan. The first being that PSA has completed the build-out of a new department for bulk submissions. 
The increased footprint will allow PSA to accommodate more employees while adding capacity to this highly impacted service line. Just last week alone, Collectors Universe added an additional 20 new hires as part of their growth initiative. Also announced the August arrival of new robotics machinery to PSA's operations department. This investment in automation will usher in efficiencies across many of the important early steps before a collectible reaches the grading room, speeding up the process of receiving, researching, spec identification, and preparing an order for grading. Sloan continued by saying, ultimately, this will result in more efficient order processing and card diagnostics. And the final announcement being that PSA has reconfigured the auction prices realized section of their website to make this pricing tool easier to use. Comprehensive pricing for PSA graded cards is easily available, and in addition to the average sale price, PSA's free APR tool gives collectors the total picture on current valuation and population, including most recent price per grade, comparison to the card's SMR price, and the card's population per grade. Speaking of grading, a new entrant to the third-party grading market is hoping that its technology-based approach to grading through the use of a mobile app will be a hobby game changer. While the jury is obviously still out, it may be a useful tool for pre-grading your cards. It also seems right for possible acquisition by an established grading company. So, how does this tool work? Watch this.
How about this little nugget from Sports Collectors Daily? I mean, sometimes, just sometimes, rolling the dice works out really, really well. Well, newly re-engaged collector Tom Carroll spent a sizable amount, $6,200, to secure all of the New Orleans Pelicans cards in a case break of 2019-20 Panini National Treasures Basketball, obviously hoping to snare a signed Zion Williamson card from one of the top basketball products of the year. Well, the odds, you know, obviously weren't really in his favor, but lo and behold, the 19th card revealed in the break was a Zion rookie patch auto numbered 21 of 99. And it's now at golden auctions with a high bid of $48,000 so far. Well done, Tom. File this next story under big oops. Well, you know what they say about assumptions. And this is a big one we read about on Sports Collectors Daily. The International Olympic Committee recently announced the donation of the Olympic torch Muhammad Ali famously carried to light the Olympic cauldron in Atlanta in 1996. One problem. The real torch is on display at the Muhammad Ali Center in his hometown of Louisville, Kentucky. (laughs) So what is this? Well, the torch appears to have been purchased at Julian's Auctions, which noted in its catalog that the signed torch was part of the Atlanta Relay in 1996, but never claimed it was the torch. It had sold for $12,500, which was in the middle of the pre-sale estimate. The torch Ali held in that famous moment won't likely ever come to market, but if it does, it would have to be worth a lot more than just that. Ken Golden was actually quoted as saying he believes that $500,000 on the low end. <laughs> so America. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, Upper Deck has released the Kraken. Beckett Media's Ryan Cracknell reports that the NHL's newest franchise, the Seattle Kraken, which recently unveiled their name and logo, now have their first hockey card as well. Part of the EPAC exclusive 2019-20 Upper Deck Game Dated Moment set, it becomes unlocked after making a qualifying purchase of any NHL product on EPAC and then costs an additional $3.99 each. No, uh, no facts on what the print run was for this card yet, but we might know down the road. Is it still available? It might be. Okay, well, get on EPAC and check that out. You can do that on a different device while watching the show. Nothing's holding you back. Uh, Collectors of Topps Garbage Pail Kids are in for a special treat thanks to Den of Geek, who teamed up with eBay to create a special edition magazine celebrating 35 years of Garbage Pail Kids. Crazy to think. They're as old as I am. It includes tons of exclusive stories about several other popular trading card sets as well. You can read the digital version for free and even enter to win a physical copy. Check it out at denofgeek.com. Yeah, really good stuff. Well, just when you thought the current state of the hobby couldn't get any more high profile in terms of mainstream attention, comes news that actor Mark Wahlberg's kids have apparently started a breaking business. Wahlberg posted on his Instagram account saying, Proud of the boys for starting our sports card business and a big shout out to Panini America for making this happen. He even posted this video. Panini 
trying to split half and half. Yeah. He also got Tom Brady on the books. I talked to Brady yesterday. Oh, so what's the oh, account called? I think we have some of these here. The cardboard. <laughs> Probably one of the best cards we're gonna get in this box. Sorry, I'm missing. Oh, me. I need me. I bet there's a Jerry Rice in one of these. This is a three and five. Yeah. We got this Beckham, and there's only five of them. John Morant. We have a rookie right here. Oh, we got a rookie. Look, here's a rookie. Rookie list. Derrick Henry. Spellbound. <laughs> wow. Two numbered cards in one pack. Let's go. A couple of auction updates this week, first being a complete set of 1986-87 Fleer basketball cards and stickers with each card graded PSA Jim Mint 10 sold for $216,000 at Heritage Auctions this weekend. To put that into some historical context, Another complete PSA 10 set sold just last year in June for $63,859. That's a good $150,000 price increase. The significant price increase in value can certainly be attributed to the red-hot sports card market as a whole, as well as some of the lingering effects of the last dance. The baseball card exchange authenticated box of 8687 Fleer basketball we told you about a few weeks ago sold for the princely sum of $90,000. Perhaps the most intriguing sale, however, which also is a little under the radar versus those other ones, came on this box of 1979-80 Opeachy Hockey, which sold for an impressive $108,000 which begs a few questions. Would you rather a Michael Jordan rookie or a Wayne Gretzky rookie? And also, do we know the odds? There's allegedly two to three Jordans per box. Uh, what are the odds of a Gretzky rookie in that box? Good question. Um, yeah, I'd like to know that. Well, a couple weeks ago, we told you about the new Upper Deck Unwrap segment on the NHL Network and NHL.com. And I've got to say, after watching several such segments, I just wanted to remind viewers, if you're a hockey collector or fan, you simply have to check out these videos. This is hands down the best marketing of sports cards in the hobby right now. Upper Deck Unwrap. Go watch it after our show, of course. Also speaking of Upper Deck, we've got some slightly sad and somewhat personal news for you. This gentleman here is John Carlin. He's the brother of Chris Carlin from Upper Deck. Chris is one of the kindest and most genuine people in the hobby. If you have not seen him in our show before or followed him on Twitter or met him, well, if you have, you would absolutely agree. And if you haven't, I highly encourage you to connect with him. His efforts have helped countless people around the country, not just as collectors, but through his spearheading of the unique Upper Deck Random Acts of Kindness initiative, the Genuine Heroes Initiative, and Heroic Inspiration Initiatives. Let me just give you a little perspective. I tweeted a year ago that my son got teased at school. Chris reached out and said, hey, I'm sending him some stuff. Sent him dinosaur cards and stickers. <laughs> That's one example of so many that I've seen throughout the hobby. Of hundreds. Uh, literally. Yeah. 
of Upper Deck helping out individuals, people, the collectors in the hobby. So I say all that because now Chris's family needs help. We showed you John a minute ago. Well, he's in the final stages of a four-year battle with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. As someone with a personal knowledge of this dreaded disease, we wouldn't wish its effects on our worst enemy. In an effort to help finance the extraordinary costs of medical care, a GoFundMe campaign has been started. If you feel moved, if you've ever been touched by the kindness of Chris and the Upper Deck team, uh, or it's just a cause that's near and dear to you, please consider donating at the website address on your screen. Our thoughts and prayers are with John and the entire Carlin family. Absolutely, they are. Well, how's this for an incredible piece of baseball history? This is the contract that secured the New York Giants the services of rookie Christy Mathewson in 1900. It is the only known rookie contract from a member of Cooperstown inaugural class. And believe it or not, it's currently available at Heritage Auctions with a bid of $30,000 with 23 days still remaining. We'll keep you posted on its final sale price. In some other exciting news, this Saturday is Topps National Baseball Card Day. What does that mean for you? Simply stop by your participating local card shop and receive a free pack of baseball cards honoring this date. Make a minimum $10 purchase of Topps Baseball Cards and receive a bonus Pete Alonzo card. Don't have an LCS near you? No worries, Topps has you covered. Just visit Tops or Walmart, and if they haven't been cleared Tops, out by hoarders. That's my bad. Target Tops. or Walmart. That's <laughs> my tar- bad, bro. <laughs> tar- Target or Walmart. And you will find a special Tops National Baseball Card Day pack inside 2020 Tops Chrome Hanger Boxes. If they Very haven't been cool cleared out by hoarders. If they haven't been cleared out by hoarders, <laughs> flippers, rippers, kids, whoever clears those things out. The 30-card set this year is loaded with Major League Baseball stars and rookies, so get out there and put that set together. Dude Snyder, that's a cool old one. Clayton Kershaw. Greg Kimbrell. He's our closer. Got myself. I'm going to pocket this one. Mike Trout, right? Best in the game. Go. Right right that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. top trading card, baby. That's Dustin oh, yeah. May right there. Go get you one. Doors. Hey, I'm Mike Trout. Thank you for collecting. Ivan, are you ready? Well, here's a look at the 2021 Topps baseball card design. What do you think? I really like it. They got to make the name uh, player name bigger, but I really like it. What do you think? Uh, I think it's cool. I, I. <sighs> Very well documented how much I disagree with the popular opinion on what's a good card and what's not. And also, every time I've liked a design, then I get the card in hand, I don't like it. Every time I've mocked a design, when I've gotten the cards in hand, I've found they're cool. So it's cool that they <laughs> reveal it this way. I just I feel like you cannot judge from an image. There so you go. We'll see. We'll see. Well, and finally, some late breaking news from Upper Deck, who sent out a statement today saying that, quote, NHLPA recently informed Upper Deck that all players who have yet to appear on rookie cards but that were named to NHL Phase 4 club rosters on July 26th 
and who have contractual eligibility to play during the 2020 qualifiers and playoffs will be eligible for 2021 NHL Upper Deck trading cards, regardless of the time frame in which the playoff or the qualifier game is played, which is great news. What that means, this will allow Upper Deck to appropriately plan and set balance checklists for key 2021 Upper Deck hockey releases beginning most notably with Upper Deck Series 1 set to release in November. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. A lot going on in the hobby. Anything you want to unpack before our next segment? Um, I mean, the next segment, we're just... Uh, oh, no, no, we do have that other segment first. Um, no, nothing in, in particular that... that you know, it's it's a lot of the same. Auctions are high. Uh, grading companies are scrambling to try to get a competitive edge and fulfill what they're doing. Um, you know. Yeah, absolutely. What do you What do you think? What stood out to um, you in the hobby this week? That last story I thought was really important because there was obviously some questions on rookie eligibility uh, mm-hmm. entering the new season from an NHL standpoint. So I asked Russ Cohen um, over at Sirius XM for NHL Network, uh, you know, give me an idea who's a rookie that hasn't had a card this year that made the phase four roster. And so he gave uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, Nick Robertson as an example. So um, I think, Knowing that is important. It'll it'll help bolster uh, the early releases of the NHL um, product release calendar next year. Other than that, no, yeah, I agree with you. Um, although I think it's cool that the Kraken already have a card. Mm-hmm. And um, interesting, I mean, I've long wondered about robotics and automation in places that do a lot of manual get this thing here. You know, and, and would that help a grading company like PSA? Remember, about a year ago, we reported on a story that they had f- hired an, uh, like an eff- efficiencies auditing, auditing firm. So I think what we're probably seeing, you know, with, with every release from Steve Sloan is the results of, you know, that consultative study in-house. And so mm-hmm. it'll be, I mean, obviously they're doing everything they can. And I think that the, the level of transparency that they're showing in communication is a positive. I mean, I, I mean, I know that they are like, man, we've got these million cards. We need to get back to people. How can we do it? So, I um, mean, yeah, like, like we talked about a lot last week, I don't know what the solution is or how much more we can ask of them, but you know, there's, they're trying there's expectations, consumer yeah. expectations, but at least they've not been dodging this in the sense of they're constantly coming back and saying, look, we did these steps. Look, we did yep. these steps. Yep. And that's you know. all they can do at this point is to, yeah. to, to continue to make those improve. Let's hit the poll question. Uh, updating that. Wow. Thank you, everybody. Nearly doubled from when we first went on the air, 418 votes and still an hour left to vote. If you wish, um, 76.8% still saying no. Um, it was a fun conversation. Yeah, it definitely is. You know, I'm not. All right. 
Um, okay, couple stories coming out uh, regarding the hobby north of the border. One includes our friends at Clouts and Chara, and the other takes a look at maybe the coolest piece of autograph hockey memorabilia you'll ever see. Um, check out these two videos, and we'll be back with a look at next week's new releases with Hot in the Shop. My favorite ones is uh, this uh, Guerrero father and son uh, double auto. John Fita has been collecting cards since he was a kid. His first set, a Bobby Orr collection he got as a Christmas gift. Trading them at school and flipping them, odds and evens, whatever that game was called. And I had uh, probably a good 12 to 13 year collection into the early 80s. Fita stopped collecting as he grew older, but his passion reignited over the last few years trying to get his hands on high-value cards for both investment and nostalgic purposes. I wanted to go back and get those cards that disappeared on me when I was much younger in the early 70s and kind of fill that gap. Fida is one of many collectors who have gotten back into the hobby. Local card shops say collecting has become a popular pandemic hobby. All the sports in general, people are missing it. So trading cards were a way for people to get back into the sports. It grew a lot of interest just in people digging through their old stuff just because you never know what's in there. A lot of people haven't pulled those boxes out for 15, 20 years. You can't even get any soccer anymore here in Canada. Uh, baseball, basketball, and football, we are allocated of what we can get. The better the player, the more the card is worth, especially if they have game-changing additions. Autographs and rookies are usually the most sought after for first-year guys, but just having a piece of game-used material, whether it be a piece of football, basketball, or puck, stick, jersey, or net piece, uh, there it gets you a little bit closer to the game. Keeping collectors busy and business at local card shops booming. It's one of those hobbies where if you're into it, you love it. Zane Jenna, CTV. Oh, we're back. Okay, cool. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed those. That poster is pretty awesome. I think I would absolutely love to get my hands on that. I mean, signed by all 12 teams participating in the uh, Edmonton bubble of the NHL playoff qualifying and round robins. That would be awesome. Um, all right. Well, we've got uh, a handful of new product releases coming up next week. And we'll detail them all for you right now in a segment we like to call Hot in the Shop. And first up is 2020 Panini Elements NFL football cards. Back to the gridiron for 2020 as the approach of the regular season, everybody crossing their fingers, hopes, delivers two autograph cards, including one signed on card, plus one memorabilia card, and one base medal or rookie medal card in every box. Elements Football returns in 2020 with brand new inserts, SP parallels, and even more on-card autographs than prior releases. Let's check out some of the autograph inserts. On-card autographs in steel signatures, heavy metal, melting moments, or RPS rookie steel signatures. You can also chase on-card autographs of some of the biggest stars past and present in metal moments and heavy metal. Heavy metal is new, bringing together some of the best big men in the NFL, current or past, in this brand new on-card autograph set. Uh, metal moments, signature moments in NFL history captured on metal with on-card autos. 
steel signatures, full metal cards with bold on-card autographs of the best current and retired players the NFL has to offer, RPS, rookie steel signatures, and much more in stores next week. Rob, we've got some exciting baseball coming out this week. 2020 Bowman Sterling baseball cards. After the revival of this brand in 2019, it caught fire with its new configuration, and 2020 looks to be no exception with this slick new chrome design with a perfect stunning array of refractor parallels and autographs. Five chrome autographs signed on card in every box. Now there are rookie autographs, there's also prospect autographs. There's the new Bowman die cut autographs with the iconic Bowman B influence behind this autograph design. There's dual and triple refractor autographs numbered to 25 or less, along with Sterling first signs autographs, which look pretty cool. And then an assortment of variation themes and insert cards for you to collect and chase including, of course, all types of refractors. Looking good, Bowman Sterling. See you in hobby shops next week. And next up, a new product from Break King, which is distributed by Leaf Trading Cards. This is Break King Multi-Sport Premium Edition, which delivers three premium buyback cards, including two graded cards and one encased card in every box. Look for some of the most desirable cards across all sports in the hobby. All cards are rookie or prospects. Well, wait, except for the Michael Jordan autographs. Sorry. Uh, find RCs of players like Mike Trout, Patrick Mahomes, LeBron James, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, Zion Williamson, Juan Soto, and many, many more in stores next week. Also from Leaf, we've got one of, in my estimation, one of the most exciting prospect products to come out. 2019 Leaf Trinity Baseball Cards. Trinity brand delivers six autographed cards signed on card in every box. Not only features some of the most elite draft picks from the 2019 Major League Baseball draft, but also an incredible selection of young prospects such as Jason Dominguez, who could be changing the face of baseball for years to come. That means that, yes, you can chase Adley Rutschman's autographs in this, Wander Franco's, Jason Dominguez. There's also some great rookies and young stars, Jordan Alvarez, Gavin Lux, and, of course, a focus on patch cards where you don't have to question what you're saying. They're patches. They're chunky. They're big. Autograph cards with inscriptions that vary from team inscriptions to stat lines to high school shout-outs. All kinds of cool stuff packing out this product. Check out the checklist on GoGTS.net and get some this week. Next up, we've got 2020 Benchwarmer Vegas Baby Trading Cards. So originally solicited in 2019, finally releasing this year. And celebrate the Sin City with the gorgeous models of Benchwarmer. Six premium hits in every box featuring all of your favorite Benchwarmer girls. Look for premium card hits, including the brand new butt cards with an emphasis on posteriors. Wait, are they brand new box. brand new cards or brand new butt cards focusing on brand new butts? 
Good question. Sorry, then there's footsies, <laughs> dollar slots, Sin City swatches featuring relics of clothing from the model featured on the card, bracelets featuring models with jeweled bracelets embedded in a unique card numbered 101. Other inserts include sportsbook, jewels, hearts, lovely locks, which are actual hair from the gorgeous ladies of Benchwarmer, and much more. So be in select shops next week. And then finally, we talked football. Check this out. 2020 TriStar autographed full-size football helmets. Rob, I have just one question. Is it kosher to wear an autographed helmet while watching a game? I think it is. I think it is, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, this, this product, the configuration, which matters if you're buying into breaks or if you're doing breaks, three boxes per case, one full-size autographed helmet in every box, uh, which is a TriStar first. Check out some of the names in this between Young Stars, Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, Barry Sanders. Uh, sorry, I switched from Young Stars to Hall of Famers pretty quickly there. Barry Sanders, Jerry Rice, Emmitt Smith, John Elway, Tom Brady, Christian McCaffrey. Each case is going to have one Hall of Famer, one current star, and one football fan favorite, which could still be names like Des Bryant, Herschel Walker, Bo Jackson, and many more. And get this, there's a grand treasure, a Stanford helmet signed by John Elway and Tiger Woods. That's cool. And then the kicker, so you look at the checklist, look at the names, there's only 50 cases of this that means there's only 150 boxes of this out there so when you see that checklist you can do the math and see what the odds are in pulling one of these great great helmets from this product thank you tristar that's releasing this next week and that's a look at what's going to be hot in the shop all right, we're going to put Ivan to work and pull a whole bunch of winners tonight but we've got one more segment for you um long time original viewer Joe Raniak, you might know him on Twitter as Foxbowl330. Uh, 330 or 33? I know it's Foxbowl for sure, and it's got some threes in there. But anyway, uh, Joe is the producer um, for uh, some of the Fox Sportsnet Cleveland programming, including the Drennan Live show with Bruce Drennan up in Cleveland. And um, yours truly was asked to be a guest yesterday afternoon. Um, here is a quick clip, and if you're interested in seeing the full interview, it's been posted on the fans of GoGTS Live group page. Check this out, and we'll be back to announce the winners. And we have something very much in common. Like myself, Rob is originally from Chicago. Hi, Rob. Hey, thanks for having me on, Bruce. It's good to have you on. This is not my area of expertise, but our producer, Joe Raniak, is really into it. So I picked his brain and I did my homework in preparation for you coming uh, on the show today. And let me ask you this, because of this crazy pandemic that we find ourselves in, Apparently, it seems like sports, the sports memorabilia market, especially trading cards, have been going through the galaxy. Tell us, uh, explain that. Yeah, it's really been unbelievable. Actually, the growth curve had started on an upward trend starting a couple of years ago. Uh, as you had 40 and 50-somethings getting back into the hobby with disposable income. But 
at this point with all these people sitting at home and nothing better to do and with no sports to watch, no gambling to be done, uh, I think some nostalgia started to take hold and people started digging out their collections, started looking at what sports cards were like today and absolutely couldn't believe the popularity and some of the values that these things are realizing. And it just kind of created the perfect storm as demand is far outseated uh, supply. Uh, Rob, comment on this. Uh, uh, you see it on social media that people are looking for cards. A lot of retail stores uh, are, are seemingly sold out because as soon as they put stuff on the shelves, it's selling out. It's really unbelievable. We haven't seen anything like this in my tenure in the business over the last 20 years. Uh, you might remember the junk wax era of the late 80s and 90s when the first sports card boom happened. But this this is just unprecedented in terms of demand. You combine the popularity of basketball overseas with soccer, the growing market for uh, baseball in the Asia Pacific Rim. And it's just created an influx of new money to the hobby that has created this demand, making Listen, it harder and harder no, it's for manufacturers they were to you all the videos, uh, keep up from a supply standpoint. And then there was the sex in the city. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Um, all right. So we're yeah. back. And uh, so, yeah, if you want to see the rest of that, I had a really good time with Bruce. Uh, it was like an almost 11 minute segment. I was really uh, felt honored and privileged uh, to be asked to be on. So thanks to Joe Raniak for putting that together. More importantly, thanks for him getting me a digital copy and saying that we could do whatever we wanted with it. So that's cool. Um, all right, Ivan, uh, apparently the GoGTS live shipping department will have to be checking in early Saturday morning. <laughs> What's going on? Well, yeah, it depends on if you want to get it out Saturday or leave it overnight until Monday because we have roughly... I, I pack it on Saturday. It goes out on Monday because okay. my guy comes Yeah, before I'm done. So it's up so. to you if you want to wake up early or if you want to stay up late. Uh, I don't know if you have a TV in that man cave of yours. but uh, Oh, you know I do. Uh, well, it's funny you say that. I actually don't in my office here. and I, I, I didn't even realize it until I just thought, you know, Rob has a... Why don't I have a... That's okay makes me only slightly more productive i do have twitter though so um hey enough blabbing <laughs> about me we're going to share a fun story about sex in the city uh and the westfield century city mall next week on the show uh but this week we've got some exciting outlander cryptozoic cards to give away we've got some nascar chronicles to give away we've got some gold standard football and we have three incredible illusions prize packs uh to give away uh, hits to send out. Uh, one of them, Rob, I, you're going to have to figure out some custom stuff. I'm teasing right now. All of our all of our overseas viewers, we have a pretty big hit that's going to have to go through customs. I'm not sure how that works. Maybe wow, maybe let us okay. know in the email. Uh, so yeah, this is this is kind of crazy. This this list here. So let's start off with the Cryptozoic insert, uh, the Cryptozoic Outlander winners. So just a reminder, this is for you, Glammy. Make sure that if you hear your name called, you email us GoGTSLive, the name of the show, at GoGTS.net, the full name of the website, GoGTSLive at GoGTS.net. Email us your name, your mailing address, your prize, and your Twitter handle so we can line it all up real easy, real fast. Keep it nice on Rob for sending out 26 packages 
this week. Um, all right, so starting off with the Cryptozoic insert sets. So there's going to be two winners of all of the insert sets. Rob's also got a collate all weekend. The first one is Libby. Congratulations, Libby. You got that special. You sent us the first picture. We really enjoyed it. Thank you. And the second one is 0011. Congratulations, Seth Ward. Thank you for watching week in, week out, and uh, being an Outlander fan at the same time. Men can love Outlander. We're not ashamed. Uh, next up, the Outlander base sets. Those are going to Cats and Kilts and Akasha the Damned. Congratulations, Cats and Kilts and Akasha the Damned. You win the Outlander base sets. Next up, the Parallels. Two batches of those. One is going to Beth Lynn 16, and the other one is going to Melanie Pauls, who's been watching the show for years. Started off with Outlander, and now I know that she's into collecting so many cryptozoic brands. Got to meet her at the National last year. Melanie, thank you for your response to that tweet. Glad to see your name there. Um, next up, the bonus playing cards pack. So I forget which one is which. Rob will remember, though. I think it's Spades and Diamonds. Is that right? Yeah. So the Spades. Glammy gets the, the Spades, spades from she last was the one week. that yeah. missed us, yep. right? So yeah. Glammy, okay. just make sure you sent that email to the right spot. Thanks for tuning in again this week. Like we said, we're not too crazy strict. We we appreciate it. We value it. Um, and then the, the Diamonds is going to Laney Anthony. Congratulations, Laney Anthony. Next up, the single relic winner is going to Gnome H. Gnome H. The dual relic winner is going to Koki Pipkin. Koki Pipkin, congratulations. And then the auto is going to Sasanak, SJ, Sasanak, which is what they call Claire. Outlander. Sasanak is outlandish for Outlander. So congratulations, Sasanak SJ. You won the autograph from that. Thank you, all of our Outlander fans. Hey, even if you don't, even if we're not open an Outlander, tune in week week after week. We have lots of fun stuff here, and we love having you in chat. You you enrich our lives. Uh, hey, I feel kind of the same way about our NASCAR fans uh, sometimes. <laughs> Just teasing you guys. Um, so we've got a couple of winners from that, starting off with the NASCAR codes. So you're just going to get emailed the codes. C. Rutherford 042. Congratulations, C. Rutherford 042. Next up, the Kevin Harvick Firesuit Relic is going to Katten Joseph. Katten Joseph. Congratulations. The Haley Deegan numbered to 99 is going to at Melincheck. Congratulations, at Melincheck. Hope that you're doing well. Uh, I saw your card that you gave me from the National last week when I was sorting some stuff. Um, Longtime viewer of the show. The Max McLaughlin times two autograph and super low numbered uh, insert is going to XIX19. XIX19. Congratulations. The Chase Briscoe auto is going to Rippin' Gypsy. Hey, Rippin' Gypsy, thanks for tuning in and watching the show. Uh, lots of fun on her YouTube channel. Uh, and then the Austin Dillon Auto is going to Collect Till I Die. Congratulations, Collect Till I Die. I believe you're a NASCAR Numbered to too. just 15. Yeah, so I don't know if Austin Dillon's any good, but that's a super low-numbered auto. Start a PC or remove it and buy some PC items. We don't care. Uh, but congratulations, Collect Till I Die. All right, gold standard. What a fun box this was. Starting off with that Tua rookie number to 75. That's going to Lucku17. Lucku17. Congratulations. 
the Lynn Bowden Jr. Auto. I feel like this guy's had some really good luck lately. Just seen the name a lot. George Pridemore 2. Congratulations, George Pridemore 2. I could be wrong on that, but hey, we don't mind. We like seeing people win, uh, going some good streaks. Next up, the Tyler Johnson autograph is going to Jamal Murray Fan 1. Sorry, it's not a Jamal Murray autograph, but hopefully it'll still be fun. The Terrell Davis jersey card is going to the Angriest Chad. Congratulations there. The Kyler Murray dual relic is going to Stuff Miami. Stuff Miami. Congratulations on the Kyler Murray Christian Kirk dual relic. And then the DK Metcalf autograph uh, relic card is going to Swinney24. Congratulations, Swinney24. All right, now finally. From that illusions box, three incredible prizes for whomever wins them. First up, we've got all five acetate illusions. That in and of itself is a great prize pack right there. That's going to at Nick Davis. Congratulations, Nick Davis. Happy to see you, you win that. Uh, next up, we've got the Trey Young illusions autograph. It's crazy. It's going to Zach in Philly. Congratulations, Zach in Philly. And wow, boom. And I'm so happy for him. One of our earliest watchers of the show, and he has been on a cold streak. This just makes me so happy. Oz Sports Fan 1. <laughs> Rob, go, sorry, Oz. you're gonna have to ship that to Australia. Um, but our good friend Oz Sports Fan won. I don't know if he's won since two, three years ago. When was that that he won the? Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, uh, Bobbleheady Yo Gabba Gabba Blaster Box. <laughs> I can't believe I shipped that to Australia. <laughs> don't tell my boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, a $4, $6 blaster box that cost probably 25 to ship to Australia. Well, hey, here's one that's definitely worth shipping. Um, congratulations. Uh, uh, I won't, Mick, uh, happy to see you win. It's been a while. Um, that's pretty freaking cool. I always like it when something like that happens. So, but Hey, we like giving all this stuff to y'all. We like when you, when you get it, tweet it and tag us, Instagram it and tag us. Um, you know, and just keep, keep the dialogue going. Follow us on Facebook, ask to join the Facebook group so you can see that, uh, video with Rob, uh, huge shout out again to bench clear media for last weekend, inviting us on to hobby Palooza. That was awesome. Uh, check out that video because if you enjoy the in-depth, I, I, I can't remember the last time we went that in-depth with somebody on the industry, what the hobby is about at the industry level. David Real worked at Tops for, what, 12 years, 7 years, 9 years. Something like that, yeah. Um, brings great perspective to that and to um, its current role of distribution. So check that out. What a great show. Lots of fun in the chat. Thank you, everybody. Absolutely. Thank you for watching. Uh, you've been watching GoGTS Live, the Hobbies web show. Special thanks uh, to Jamie Kazikas, Dustin, and the team out at Cryptozoic, as well as the one and only Tracy Hackler, and again, Joe Ranyak for the hookup. Uh, a couple reminders. This Saturday, as we told you, National, uh, <laughs> National Tops National Baseball Card Day. 
Uh, so be sure to visit your local hobby shop or big box retailer if that's your only other alternative. And uh, again, tomorrow is the last day to register for the Twitch subscriber contest for a box of Panini NFL Legacy football cards. Um, Ivan, thanks, brother. James, behind the scenes, thank you. Uh, so for all the guys here, I'm Rob Bertrand, and... We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Go GTS Live. But I'm sure you know what to be doing in the meantime, right? Always be collecting. Good night. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.